FM 104 is switched on and King Frankie is the Celtic Tiger Tale you have not seen yet. We are joined by Dermot Malone, who's director, and Peter Coonan, who's Frankie. Hello. Hey, Louise, how are you? Thank you so much Good for evening, chatting to us. So it got its Dublin debut at the weekend. Tell us how that went. God, it was, uh, well, oh, for me anyway, it was unbelievable. It was um, a dream come true very very literally, I mean, you grow up dreaming of making films and and to sit there in a room uh, down the road from where I grew up uh, to tell a story that's set in Dublin, told by Dublin filmmakers was was really special. And, and uh, yeah, something I'll never forget. Did you always want it to have it being set in Dublin? Yeah, I get, well, the film, uh, the film, you know, was it's quite a personal one written about, I guess, at some level, uh, an experience that was lived um and uh therefore it was set in Dublin. The only way I knew how to tell it mm-hmm. uh, in this instance was was to tell it in Dublin. So uh that's that's what we did. Tell us about King Frankie. Um King Frankie is the story of Frank Burke, played beautifully by Peter. Um and he is a guy we meet ten years after the worst day of his life, and he's built his life back from this day uh, at some level and he's revisited um, by the ghosts of his past, I guess. Um, and he flashes back to that day and we weave between these two timelines, 2019 and 2009, um, to, to kind of try and understand what happened to Frankie and, and how he's how he's come back from it or if he has come, come back from it. Peter, what was it like taking on King Frankie? Um, well, I suppose it was like most part in that, you know, you, you you put whatever amount of work that you have to do and research at the time. But there was something about this character, I think, that um, resonated with me on the level that from a human story, it was it was very real and it was also connected with a lot of people in, in, in the country um, from very many different backgrounds in regards to the fact that, like, we've all had low ebbs in our life. We've all had things that have fallen apart. We've fallen out with family members. Um, we've all dealt with grief. We've all dealt with various different stages of it and causes of it. So it was that telling a, a human story that really connected with me and trying to bring the tortured nature of, of, of a man um, to the screen and to make it as, as sincere and as believable as possible. And I think uh, the story that Dermot had created really was that was uh, um, drenched in kind of, you know, sincerity and uh, it wasn't trying to kind of um, oversell any ideas. It was more about the human nature and, and about the, the about how you can get a second chance and about through, you know, belief, self-belief and owning up, I think, at times to, to, to certain errors you've made in life and... Um, taking those on with with bravery and then hoping that the people who um, you you forgot about at certain points are able to um, move on. And I suppose the fact that it does jump between timelines would almost make it seem like you're playing two separate characters because obviously one who's, I suppose, hit rock bottom and the other one who's kind of living the high life. Was that quite nice as well? Yeah, that was a that was a good a good challenge, I suppose. I mean, initially, I didn't see it as being such a large um, separation between the two because 
you know, when I was working on it, it, it felt closer to me at the time than it does now when I watch it on screen because of the separation is quite stark when you see it cinematically. So at the time it was dealing with how one character could actually be two different opposing ways and trying to make that sense of that really. And Dermot, this is your debut feature. Yeah, 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 it's first one, it's first time out. So again, it was, it was amazing for me to have Peter there to, you know, whatever about directing the film and, and trying to do my best job for 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 Peter to be able to lean on. Peter's an actor I've admired for years, you know, so to be able to lean on someone who has made, you know, beautiful work um, on film and TV uh, over the years was it was it was nice. It was a, a luxury that um, that I was very, very grateful for. Had you always wanted Peter to play King Frankie? Yeah, but it was interesting. I, I never really uh, start creating a project with very specific people in mind but it was kind of when we got the script to a point where you're like okay you know uh who, who are we going to approach for this and you think about it and we didn't have to think long at all you know what I mean I was like oh Peter Coon and then and then I was like there's no way we'll be able to get Pete to work on the film and we met while he was doing a play in the Abbey and and he was he was kind of full of questions and 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 you know interest and and uh it was it was clear early doors that you know it was, it was only going to be Peter you know um and Jesus, I'm so happy of it. How long was it in the works for for you? Because obviously we're seeing the end result. Yeah, it's a it's a mad thing. Like years, several several years. You know, you 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 have to try and figure out what that first story is that you want to tell. I think you have to tell it for the right reasons. Um, for me, it's a story I hadn't seen told before in the way that I wanted to tell it, and uh, it's an it's an era in Ireland that kind of deserves exploration I think and um, there's a huge amount of psychology in people who kind of got stung or people who flew too close to the sun by embracing that materialism that so many people did and you know trying to do a study on how you come back from that if you come back from that and um, but that would have been four years ago maybe I, I would have started work on it um, yeah it's crazy to think it is yeah, it's crazy how long these things take. And I suppose for both of you, is there anything you realised about that era that maybe you didn't before? Uh, well, I can only speak for myself at saying that people who have seen the film uh, from the very first person we sent it to, which would have been Grania at Diff, she was like, I really think this is going to relate to a lot of people. And, and you know, I, I, I didn't necessarily make it to try and relate to a lot of people. It's a story I had experienced and wanted to you know, discover and, and uncover. But anyone who's seen it now is feeling very connected to it, um, which which I think is, is great. Absolutely. And it's going to get another world premiere tomorrow night in the Lighthouse because you completely sold it out at the weekend. So you're giving people a second chance to see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Myself and Peter will be there. Um, we, yeah, it just sold out really quickly for one reason or another, probably because... I've got a large family. <laughs> but, <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But look, come here. We're, we're trying to get it sold out again tomorrow night. It's nearly there. Um, so if I could ask anyone, if, if they have a free uh, Tuesday evening to come in and meet Frankie, that would be, uh, it would mean a lot to, to watch it again in a, in a full uh, auditorium. I know several people who got to see it at the weekend and they'd all say, you need to go see it, especially in the cinema as well. Yeah, that's lovely to hear. That's, that's lovely to hear. So the lighthouse tomorrow evening, people need to go and see it. Dermot and Peter, thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you very much, Louise. I really do appreciate your time. That was great.